This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman and Company. All right, for a couple minutes, I'm going to walk you through the, the torture of an IRS audit. And, and actually, this is this would apply for the IRS, this would apply for state income tax audits, or all different types of audits. But I'm just going to walk you through it because the ultimate goal here, the, the goal of this episode is I want you to pre- be prepared for an audit. Not, I don't want you to be scared of an audit, but if there was an audit, we'd want you to be prepared for it. And partly so you don't have to worry about it. We just want you to have correct documentation and, and, and everything in case you ever had one, you've got everything ready. So here's some some top tips to uh, keep good and smart tax records. And this this is based on my 15 or 20 years of working with the IRS, working with the different agencies and seeing what they request in audits and us being able to provide them. And, and I've been on, on sides where people have come to us and they don't have any documentation and trying to work with the IRS in, in that regard, which is which is pretty horrible. And then on the other side where people are so prepared and they have so much documentation, it looks so good where the IRS just looks at the documentation and said, okay, looks good. Everything ties out to what your tax return shows. There's no change. So I've, we've had some people when they're feeling lost or, or when they get a notice from the IRS, and they don't know what to do. They've reached out to us in those audits. And sometimes we just can't help them. If, if they didn't have any like good documents in the first place, there might be a little we can do. There might be some negotiation, but for the most part, there's not a lot you can do if you don't have the uh, the good records. So here's as a as a business owner. I'll, actually, I'll talk you. I'll walk you through a, an example. If you are an individual and you get an audit, or if you're a business owner and you get an audit. So first, as a business owner, the things they're going to ask for, they're basically going to be asking for your financial statements. And if you're a really small business owner, you might not have financial statements. These are the, like a profit and loss statement and a balance sheet. If you don't have financial statements, uh, then you really are just going off your records. Like if you're a sole proprietor or you say you have a rental property and you're just running things through your, your personal bank account, I would highly, highly recommend that you've got all your bank statements saved. So not just like a, an export to file your bank statements, but you want actual copies of the bank statements they can use bank statements as proof and then say and as as a lot of you probably know you've looked at bank statements and say you wrote a check for two thousand dollars to like repair your hvac say in a rental property and if that's audited and they go well we want we want to get information on that two thousand dollars can you send over something that proves that if you send a bank statement and there's no information like there's no check copy there's nothing in addition to just a check written out of your bank for $2,000, they might not allow it. I'm not going to say they won't allow it because we really don't know unless there really was an audit. But for those types of things that just show a transaction coming out of the bank, we highly recommend having an invoice, an email confirmation, having an additional receipt, uh, and or at a minimum, having the check copy would be, would be very helpful. So I wouldn't 100% rely on your bank statements you can rely partially on your bank statements, but there's going to be some other documentation. So step one would be, I'd say, make sure you have bank statements. And then step two, in addition to bank statements, have supporting documentation. And again, supporting documentation, those are invoices, those are receipts, 
those are check copies. Those are additional things that it's like a secondary proof to what your, your bank statement shows. And especially if you're ever paying for anything with cash, cash, of course, doesn't show up on your bank statement, right? So there's no verification they can do there. And if you have any sort of cash transaction, make sure you're saving the receipts. Like we've seen, I've seen some IRS auditors go off the bank statements because lately like bank statements will they'll give you quite a bit of information if you're swiping a credit card. It'll say, okay, well, you bought, you're saying these are repairs and you spent money at Home Depot. And if it's through your business account, they can see that. The IRS can see that it was a, say, a $50 repair expense at Home Depot or an expense at Home Depot. I'm not saying they're going to accept that at 100%, but more they're more likely going to accept that because they have some supporting information on there. If you, once you lose trust with the IRS, once, if they see that you have a mess of records and they just can't trust your system, that's when the audit gets a lot harder. So have good, accurate information, have things saved. And I, I would highly recommend not scrambling to start putting together the stuff after you get a notice from the IRS, just as part of the normal tax filing. Like my firm, we do, we do ta a lot of tax preparation, but we're not audited when we're doing the tax preparation. We're not auditing your books. We're not guaranteeing. We can't guarantee that the IRS is going to check off on that. We're not asking for all of your documentation because that's not an audit. It's a, it's tax preparation. It's filing your tax returns for that year. So whether you're, you're sending documentation to your tax preparer, it, even if you are sending documentation to your tax preparer, you'll still save the records in your own, save all the documentation, the bank statements, save the information in your own records. And right now in a digital format, like I, and I would have a digital format and save a backup of a backup just to make sure you've got it. So remember, keep bank statements, have records like invoices, receipts, et cetera. And just have it ready to go in case there ever was an audit. Um, if you have, I've kind of jumped between the business and the personal side, but if you have a business, I would highly recommend having your business. So you're going to have a business tax return, right? The business tax return kind of has its own set of financials. That set of financials should match your actual financials. And I know it is hard. Bookkeeping is hard. And if you're trying to do the bookkeeping yourself, you might not have the best records. And sometimes there are tax return related adjustments where they might not match exactly, but there should be some way to reconcile between your actual books and your tax return. And when you've got that, it's, it makes it so it makes their job so much easier. So really my recommendation with an audit would be make the IRS's job very easy, not, not easy to assess additional taxes on you. We don't want you to pay more tax than what you have to pay, but make it easy. If there was an audit, just, Give them documentation that matches the tax return. Have documentation that supports your numbers and in a format that's easy to go through. Right? And you, you can, I, I would have rather overload the IRS with all sorts of documents and all sorts of information as compared to withholding information. I'd rather give them everything they want and more to, almost, to bury them in, in details because they'll go through the details, they'll, they'll gain trust in you and they'll say, all right, they, they know what they're doing. They've got enough documentation. We're going to sign off on audit. They just need to get to a, a comfort level where they're, they're fine with the deductions that you've taken. So their, their main focus will be deductions. They're not deductions. Their main focus will be documentation. We don't typically get in when there's any sort of audit or adjustments. We're not typically fighting over tax law or if certain things are deductible, 
it can't, sometimes it can get to that point. And if it ever had to go to court, we might actually need to hire a tax attorney like in court, but most of the time they're going to be focusing on documentation. So with good documentation will typically result in a good audit, unless you're making up numbers, which we don't want you to do that. But if you got documentation that matches the tax return, it's very likely that you're going to end up with that audit. You're going to get through that audit without any adjustments at all. So that's, Hopefully I didn't bore you with, with the, the process of an audit, but I want you to kind of understand what they're looking at. And it, it is just having good records and good documentation. It'll make it much, much easier for you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. 